everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Dusty Bender Podcast. With me today is going to be Chance Watson. Oh, oh, hey there, everybody. Mid-drink, I like that. Mm. And, of course, as always, my name is Taylor Wellsy, the Wellsinator. Um, Chance, not a whole lot has happened here since the last time we talked. What's going on? What we got on the agenda today? Boy, uh, we got we actually got a good one. Uh, we got a good episode for everybody today. Just to let you know, um, first off, we want to thank everybody uh, that's been following the podcast up until now. Uh, all five of you, uh, we really appreciate uh, you guys listening. Hope you're hope you're enjoying what we're talking about every day here. Um, if you really do like us, please like, comment, and share all of our stuff. It's really important so we can get the word out about us. Um, whether that be on, uh, Spotify or iTunes or whatever your, whatever your listening platform fancy is, um, other than that, uh, th- we got some exciting news. Uh, we're going to be, going to be, we, we finally, uh, stopped being cheapskates and bought in for a little more recording time for our podcast. So, uh, you might be seeing us a little more than once a week. Uh, we're, uh, we're taking suggestions on what you guys want to hear for those bonus episodes, um, we're kind of bouncing around some ideas right now. Uh, Wellesley's kind of got the idea of, uh, you know, a, a fantasy hockey only one. Yeesh. Maybe, yeah, maybe something like that. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe some breaking news. If something cool happens, we might throw up something quick if we're, if we're able to do it, but we're definitely, we're definitely open to suggestions. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. So, uh, please, please let us know on the Facebook. We're currently on, currently on Facebook, but we're, we're working on Twitter. We're working on it. Uh, we're just kind of, fucking uh technologically retarded when it comes to that kind of shit so uh kind of working on it but uh we're moving right along so and, uh, we officially have a budget is what you're trying to say we've got a budget um anybody out there uh we are accepting monthly advertising at the outrageous price of twenty dollars a month that uh that will get you a mention in every one of our episodes for an entire month a whole a whole twenty dollars will We'll get you out to our vast audience currently. <laughs> we also are accepting advertising from pyramid schemes. Um, if you have a good pyramid scheme that, uh, you know, you're, you're having a hard time getting it off the ground, that's probably the only place that's going to give us some advertising at this point. So, <laughs> y- you know, feel you... free, Amway users. <laughs> um, yeah. If you have some <laughs> land in Florida that you're looking to offload, Ooh, retirement we homes, would, preferably. We would love, we would love to sell your property. We would love to tell people we, we've got no shame. Uh, <laughs> I think that was very apparent in the first episode. So uh, shameless, um, yeah, yep. shameless, yeah, just like just like old old Garth Brooks used to sing. Just like our intro music, just like our <laughs> unapologetic is the better word for it wells okay um okay so uh, uh moving right along we've been talking about ourselves for for way too long here uh seattle not much has really come out i hey, think wells? we got a hangover right now i think seattle news has a hangover we partied too hard you know, celebrating the good times, letting the good times roll, and uh, yeah, not much going on. A lot of little fun, here's the 
downtown bar you can go to and here's some guys who've wanted this forever and beer league johnny said it was a good idea so um yeah not many just a bunch of feel good stories coming out that's okay um the only thing we're gonna we'll touch on a couple things so there's a couple questions that i've been asked and a couple uh you know questions that come up and and um yeah so we'll touch on a couple things so first one's gonna be when will the team debut so the team, it was decided, we were trying to push for a 2020-2021 season. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, 20 and 21 season. Um, but they wanted to be sure that the arena was going to be finished up, so we're looking at a 21-22 season. Uh, that's fine. I mean, realistically, you know, that's about, oh, shit, that's actually about three years out. So we got a little ways, I, I guess, mean- but... That's not too bad. It's it's not the next season, but the season after. Wait, are you sure? Yeah. Next you season is going to be nineteen twenty. Season yeah, after that is going to be twenty twenty one. We're looking at three years, dude. Didn't you, they will didn't you start in the third year. No, that's when they wanted to. Is twenty twenty one. Oh, but it's not happening till twenty one twenty two. Twenty one twenty two. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, we got some time. Got there some time have... to figure out our name. Uh-huh. And find eight hundred million dollars to renovate Key Arena. Looks like so. Dude, that place needs it. It's bad. <laughs> That's nothing. So bad. That's chump change. That and maybe they can build a giant parking structure next to it because so people don't have to walk a marathon to get there. Honestly, I love Seattle, but they need a like forty-story parking structure of some sort. So Goddamn They need nightmare. one of those. Need one of those iRobot like car closets, you know, like the robot arm comes and picks up your car and it just like sorts it away. They gotta have that somewhere. Hey, speaking of Will Smith, do you see that they released a Men in Black trailer? Is it in Seattle? I don't. Then it doesn't matter. Next. Oh, oh, oh! All right, all right, whatever. <laughs> Fuck. It's uh... a good fucking. It's got. It's got Liam Neeson in it. No way. Yeah, it does. It's it's fucking Men in Black International, and it's got Liam Neeson with the dude that plays Thor. How do they have the money for this? I fuck. There's I, no way. Don't ask That's me. a lot of huge, world-renowned actors right there. Yeah, it's it's it looks really fun. Like it's it's like Men in Black in England and Europe and shit. And mm. apparently, Will Smith's not in this one. He's too busy being a genie. In the new Aladdin movie. Spoilers. Spo- I don't. I don't think I'm gonna ruin it. I'm sure Robin Williams is pretty unhappy about it, but whatever. <laughs> yes. R.I.P. Okay. Anyway, back to hockey. Um. So, moving on from Seattle, we didn't really. They're just you know you know if you guys have questions about Seattle, we would love to answer them or even look them up if you're you know really 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 curious about it. Um, but you know, we'll, no, we'll always they make can sure. just look it up themselves. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to yeah, be doing never that mind. extra I guess research. I would be, I guess Damn I'd it. Be upset. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, well, um, uh, we can, Wells, they don't know. We could talk to our sources oh. and our insiders. Have you seen the, uh, NHLseattle.com put out like a video of like people being excited about getting the expansion team. Uh-huh. So half the video is them just talking to like local beer leaguers. <laughs> so it like pops up and it goes from like the CEO it goes from like the mayor of Seattle or whatever 
Then it pops a freaking Jim Bob, and he's like, yeah, I've been wanting a Seattle team forever. <laughs> it just says, like, <laughs> Jim Bob, local beer leaguer or some whatever. Local, local fucking uh, It sold it for me, though. That's when I really became a true Seattle sock guy. When, when, when Jim Bob told you that uh, he wanted a league, he wanted yeah. a team? Rainier Bayer well, at every game. Well, free. What? Goddamn right, you know it. I would fly up to Seattle if they have free rainier. If they have free rainier beer, that'd be a fucking nightmare. It'd be puke everywhere. You can get rainier beer for free in your home. You just walk up to the faucet, turn it on. You gotta pour a little bit of. You gotta filter it with some bread. You just stick a little or a little <laughs> slice of bread over the faucet. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, that's some good. That's like fresh rainier right there. I tell you what. Yeah, buddy. All right, are we really done okay. with Seattle? I love talking about Seattle, but yeah, there's not much yeah, going I on, t- huh? I do too, but there's just there's just not much. We were we even we even filled that little little bit with more Liam Neeson stuff. So, is he know. from Seattle? He could be. He should be. I mean, I mean, I think he's got an English accent, so I don't think so. Mm. But I don't know. I was just thinking in my head when I when I saw the trailer for the new Men in Black with Liam Neeson, I I was thinking that it was just going to be taken. But Men in Black. Okay, this could be dope, though. This could, <laughs> this could be all kidding aside. All kidding aside, this could be sick. Like, what if, like, just think about the Taken movies. If Liam Neeson had this gun that just evaporated people, yes. he wouldn't have to judo chop a bunch of people. He'd just walk over there and save his family. I don't know who you are, but I have a black <laughs> Just take, a particular set of skills. Oh, skills that Liam. I've, skills that I've acquired throughout the galaxy fighting aliens. I would love to see a Liam Neeson player card. Like, you collect hockey cards, but one of them's just okay. Liam Neeson. That's not could a bad we, idea. Could we do that for actors? Maybe Maybe that's. Maybe we dump the podcast, and that's our big <laughs> seller right there. Just go straight into celebrity playing cards. Yeah. You like you start like it becomes the new fad in like uh, Dungeons and Dragons circles. They start like battling them against each other. You know, there's a Dungeons and Dragons master somewhere named Liam Neeson. It's you probably Liam it. Neeson. All right. So in order for us to keep doing this, we're gonna need this is for this is directly to Liam Neeson. We need you to make a hockey movie, or at least appear in one. I would watch that. I would I would watch the Goon fuck out Three. Of him. Like he could. <laughs> the Chronicles of Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, nice. It could, just, it could work, man. I'm over it. Shows he just skates up to the face-off dot. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Let's be real here. He bends up to the face-off dot. Yeah, he he kind of waddles his way up. I don't know who you are. But I have a particular set of skills. Skills that I've acquired playing with the Manchester Monarchs in the AHL. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of the AHL, I just saw that they, the like, NHL has their NHL.TV or whatever. Okay. AHL has their own version. So if you're looking for a little, uh, little minor league action, AHL.TV, you know, I think, I think is what it every was. Once, every once in a while, those games are fun to watch, you know? I mean, I loved... Well, so I went to ECHL games growing up. I mean, I went to 
the Anchorage Aces, which later became the Alaska mm. Aces. So ECHL playing the Boise Steelheads, if you, uh, if you ever made it down to one of those. That's right. But, That's right. Oh, yeah. we've Haven't you and I gone to a Boise Steelheads game together? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. Yes. And I miss them every day. Those are those are really fun. Get fuck going down downtown Boise is fun. Yeah, I see. I never would. I never did that. Never went downtown Boise. No, it wasn't really your thing. No, I've been to a couple house parties in Boise, but that's about it. And it's Boise, not Boise, right? I don't fuck it. I'm a North Idaho boy. I don't fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? I'm sure. I'm. I, you know, like if they came up here and they're like, it's. Car Lane. I was like, it's fucking Coeur Lane. Like, yeah, maybe. Okay, I might get pissed, but I don't know. If someone says, well, if someone says Car Lane, I'll bet they say Washington too. They say Cardelaine Washington. Also... Oh yeah, Car Lane's right next to Spokane, Washington. Spokane. Spokane, Washington. Spokane. Okay, let's talk some. Let's talk some hockey. Let's. God let's damn it, we do this every time. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, A little hockey we'll Get here. off on these tangents uh all right what, so what do you want to hit first what's number one biggest news biggest news that happened uh in between our podcasts is the uh the flyers have completed the the house cleaning yep. of their their front office obviously they they 99 of everybody was cleaved you know gm's gone assistant coach is gone you know cleared the front office the only survivor was uh mr hextall on the bench standing tall like a like a proud wolf standing over his dying team but i'm just gonna let you pro- sit in that one i'm gonna say i should probably have thrown in a great <laughs> reference i'm just gonna let it. you just wallow just like, in what you just said just, just like just, just like steal. gritty all right how about how about how about this so, so hextall standing on the bench like gritty experiencing a vietnam war flashback I still hate it. Let me give you this, like though. Right. So they did okay. say right. the assistant coach is the interim. Mm. Do you make... Wait, we didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get up to it because now... Oh. So Hextall's gone. Now, there you go. Now you're good. Okay. Let's make Gritty the coach. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't say he got fired yet. I, I was leading up to it oh. and I fucking couldn't get it done. Should I say Hextall got hacked? Hackstall got Hackstall is a hat hatch hatchet face hatchet faced gets hacked. We got ourselves a story. Boy, that's uh, I should probably I get into the for... I should probably get into the journalism business. You... Uh, honestly, yeah, that that might help our podcast <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Put, probably get the journalism. Put it into the paper there in North Idaho. It might be a yeah. good, yeah, well, a good read for that. people, definitely. I did maybe, see, maybe. I, I don't know if your podunk newspaper does this, but online I was reading a paper the other day and it told me how long it thinks it was going to take for me to read it. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. So are it gave me an bad. estimated read time of about 4 minutes and 52 seconds. So that's apparently where our world has come to. Right. So okay, but now now you've got all this pressure. Like you're reading through, and you're so like, what happens if you don't do it in four minutes and fifty two seconds? Like, are, do, is that set onto like the national reading average? Because if you're if you don't finish in that time, do you think like 
fuck, I need to get hooked on phonics or something. I think it instantly downloads some malware onto your computer if you don't hit 452, <laughs> I think is what it is. So you basically, you better speed read or you're fucked. And everyone just, you it, know and it, love it's... is going to have a virus of gritty dancing <laughs> on their screen every time they log in. Just, just gritty porn. Gritty porn. Ew. Yeah, think about that for a second. Google that. I bet, no, uh, I don't want to fucking Google it. It's, I bet... I bet it's like a a furry thing. Probably. Oh, you know. Dude, Gritty's been living the high life. You know there's a sex tape out from Gritty right now. There's got to be a sex tape. I mean, it's not it's not even like a it's not even like a a tastefully done one. Like it's it's very pan it's like very panic-stricken. Like a helmet cam. And, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Gosh. Good he's for, really living good it. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, well, he's got not. He doesn't have very many positive things to hang his hat on because the Flyers are. Yeah, yeah, I know they've won two games. Yeah, in Flyers are on um, a two-game win streak, so shut it. Yeah, okay, they're they're doing real good. Um, if any, I don't. I honestly don't know any Flyer fans. I don't have. I I, I mean, I'm sure they exist. Why. I'm not. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying, like, I personally don't know anybody where they they come up to me and they're like, "Hey, my favorite team is the Philadelphia Flyers." I know a lot of Sharks fans. That pisses me yeah. off. Yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Everyone I talk to, well, it doesn't help when I go to San Jose. But No, of course not. They're, they're everywhere. I, I would assume that there's a lot of them in San Jose. <laughs> there might be. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't talk to anybody. I just go to the SAP Center in a black trench coat. <laughs> Poor SAPs. Uh, Jesus. All right, Flyers. Um, okay. So what do you flyers. what do you what do you think about this new goalie? What do you think about Carter Hart? So he's someone I've personally I think I think the hockey, fantasy hockey world for sure has so had their eye on this fantasy. kid. Uh, WHL wise, he played for I think Everett. So he played for Everett Silvertips yep. up there, like near Seattle. Yep. Um, you know what do you think of this kid? So I mean, NHL already made a story. The last two fucking days have been, oh, he's the next coming of Ron Hextall, like gives a shit this kid's won two games uh how do you feel about that uh i mean it's it's their job it's the pundit's job to overblow everything and especially especially in philadelphia where you you haven't had solid goaltending in 30 years 20 years like i mean really like who's you know they're they're still paying fucking Ilya brzgalov right now are they how many? How many? Yeah, they're still paying him. How much fucking? How many pucks has he stopped the last three years? Literally none. So <laughs> I mean, they've got sure? this. Are you yes, sure they're I, still I, paying his old ass? Go on to Hockey DB right now and find it out. Oh, I, I guarantee you that they are still paying Ilya Brzgalov because they signed him for like he was supposed <sighs> to be. And they've gone down this road like four times. They've they've signed these goalies. They're like, yep, he's the goalie of the future. We want him. Like they did that with Mason. Nope. Fucked. Like, they just kept doing this, and now we're on Hart, which I will give credit. The guy's got an impressive resume on him. He's got great background. Uh, it's And the two games that he's played, he's he's faring well, but it's way too early. Like, I, I just listened to somebody say that it was too early to say that Austin Matthews was a franchise player. Mm. Like, I mean, 
As if, much if as it's he's too, hurt, he's a franchise player. Come on. Right. If it's if it's too so, early to say that he's a franchise player, then it's way too early to say if Hart is going to be the next up and coming. And uh, I mean, the guy's young. Uh, it's it's every it's the perfect storm for what they want. I just don't know it's if it's going to be what they want. Like Philadelphia is just. I mean, he's won two fucking games, and everybody's freaking out because that's how bad. That's how bad Philadelphia wants consistent goaltending. Like, if you if they could just have a goalie that would put up a consistent .905 or .910, like they would be happy with that. Like they wouldn't they would they would gladly accept a goalie that would walk in. And it's like, hey, um, I'm gonna stop most of the pucks. I'll probably never get a shot out, but I'll 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 probably pro- probably never probably never get a shutout ever, but. I'll 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 stop most of them. So I like, mean that's that's what Brian Elliott has provided them when he's healthy. But it seems like that guy has. I mean, that's, that's the thing is like goalies that are a good backup. If they play a full season, I just a lot of the times they just can't. Right. Yeah. So you have to almost home grow a goalie. And Brian Elliott was good with the Blues because he was playing you know upwards of thirty games. He's not playing eighty two games. Right, mm-hmm. or you know, starting goalies obviously play like you know fifty, fifty to sixty somewhere in there, unless yeah. you're Vasilevsky or someone fucking nuts. But I mean, yeah, I, I, you know what, this kid's good. This kid's gonna be very good. But I want to see a, a ten game sample size. I want to see this kid put up some wins. I want to see him win some uh, divisional games. I, I don't know when they play Pittsburgh, but if he can beat Pittsburgh and is still on a wing streak, guess what? The kid's here, right? Um, you know, it, but, and, and not to take anything thing away from Nashville, Nashville's a good team. Um, but he beat the Detroit Red, Wing, Red Wings, which I mean, you know, Red Wings didn't play good that game and Nashville is a little banged up, but I mean, you know, that's a good win, but we'll see, you know, Nashville's Nashville's missing like their top two scorers and one of like argue arguably their top defenseman. I've heard arguments that people say that Yossi is their top defenseman, not Subban. And I, I would, I wouldn't, I would give that merit. I don't know where I fall on that s- scale, hmm. but you know, I but think that, yeah, Nashville's really banged up right now. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a tough conversation. I think I think we think of Subban as a better defenseman. I think their numbers would show that. Yossi's actually the better defenseman, but I agree. Um, yeah, I think Subban's more of a personality, and so he kind of gets that automatic recognition of like, "Hey, I'm, I'm, I am, you know, Subban. Like, I'm, I'm good, right?" And Yossi's right. like, "I am from Sweden or something, and I just drink water and play hockey." Like, you know, he's not this. <laughs> he's not this guy on Twitter like making a fucking, you know, and. Don't get me wrong, Subban's entertaining as shit. I love Subban. He's, fucking... <laughs> He's a great personality for the game, but yeah, those, I those think two Subban, guys. I think Subban, when he's on his game, is a better offensive defenseman than Yossi, but Yossi is, in my opinion, a one of the best well-rounded defensemen in the league. Yep. He can He can transition from being that quarterback on the power play to actually, you know, playing a defensive, defensive game. Uh... I, whereas Subban, he always leans a little more offensive. Uh, I know in the past, especially in Montreal, the guy you know puts up 
a lot of goals and assists for a defenseman, which is good. Um, but uh, I don't normally think of him as a good, like, get it done in my zone defenseman because he's kind of he's just he's just ready to jump into the play and break the puck out and bring it to the other end, which is fine. You know, there's a lot of defensemen that have made their name doing that. Uh, Eric Carlson, for example, right. you know, he's uh, that when when he was around getting traded, there was the argument, you know, it brought up the argument of who's the best defenseman in the league. And it came down to Doughty or Carlson. Um, I feel like yeah. there's a bit I feel like it's a bit more open ended than that. But well, I don't like um, Doughty. I think Doughty's overrated, but that's a story I think for another the, day. I think Doughty is of one of, if not the best defensive defenseman in the league. I don't think that he is a good, well-rounded defenseman, and I definitely don't think he is a good offensive defenseman. Like the guy, uh, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't would disagree, put him on. But... I I wouldn't put him on a power play. Uh, well, that's not true. Uh, maybe you I would. would just because he's 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 a good athlete. He's a solid athlete. He's he's just he's not. I, I don't know. I don't feel like, like I would trust I would trust Mike Green to quarterback my power play more than Drew Doughty. No, <laughs> I think. Yeah, well, and uh, and, that's, and it's because Mike it's because Mike Green is more of an offensive defenseman. Yeah, I, yeah. I I think Doughty's one of the best two way defensemen in in the league. I, I would say I would arguably say that he's the best two way defenseman in the league. Um, who's the who's the best defenseman in the league then? Uh, well, so I I mean the way that the game's going, I like mm. goal. I like goals. I like scoring. Um, for me, I so think, it leans more toward an offensive defenseman. Yeah, and I, but I think I think uh, like a Victor Hedman. I think Victor Hedman's better than Drew Doughty. Um, I would say John Agreed. Carlson on the Caps is better than Drew Doughty. Um, and, and both of those guys are, are still very defensive. Um, yeah, they play on really good teams, but the Kings have been yeah. good up until this year, right? They've yeah. had one or two off years in the last fucking 10 years. Uh, they've won multiple cups, right? They've won two cups, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so you need that guy who's going to be up top like that, who is, who can quarterback, uh, you know, he might not be your top choice to quarterback a, a power play but you know you're you're it's not every day you're gonna land a carlson that can run that top power yep. play right um that's a good point so you know but at the same time um i don't i don't think dowdy should be in the conversation with some of those guys i don't think it's it's almost a year, every year they're like oh well you know there's a there's a fight for a fifth defensive spot let's just throw dowdy in there because he's fucking drew dowdy and he's got two d's for his fucking name I don't fucking right. know what it is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think there's guys that are better than him. And I, yeah. so that makes me think that he's overrated. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, he's a, he's a good player. Um, back to the Subban and, and Yossi. Um, yeah. Subban has kind of dec- not necessarily declined. Uh, but, I, I mean, he got over to Nashville and they didn't need him as much. He's had a, re- he's they, had a regression. He's had a regression. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they didn't need him as much as, as Canadians did. So, um, yeah, that, that's a nice problem to have <laughs> a la sharks, a la yeah. fucking, uh, Preds, oh. you know, who's the best defensive I... on our, defenseman on our team, you know? So I, oh, okay I would still that. say, right. At full health, I would definitely say that, uh, Nashville has the deepest defense in the league currently. 
and I think that that's would that would be hard to argue against. Yeah, yeah, that's. There's, I mean, you could maybe make an argument for Tampa a little bit. Um, sorry, I don't think Toronto even comes close. No, I, I, I don't think, think they've so. got. Uh uh-uh. um Morgan Riley's a stud, but I, I yeah, besides I, that, got, I think you only have Gardner. I mean, everybody else is ho hum. Yeah, and Gardner's so. Gardner's a stay-at-home defenseman. He's not. He's not. You know, he's not doing anything special. Um, no, they. I mean, I'm trying to think. Maybe, maybe even like a stretch argument. Dallas, maybe. You know, maybe potentials there. I mean, out, uh, outside of Heiskanen and Klingberg, I don't think they have anyone. The the other one that I might make a case for, and, and the reason for it is, I think they go almost six deep. Um, okay. is is Winnipeg. So I mean, they got Josh Morrissey was mm. playing out of his fucking mind there. Uh, Bufflin, Truba, Myers. I mean, they just they have like a good. Uh, That's a shot, solid top four. I think is, is the other fifth one. Um, you know, there and there's a reason that Hell, Hellebuck's been relatively protected because of those guys, like yep. very defensive. Um, yep. it, not taking anything away from him, I think. Uh, I've listened to a couple other podcasts who don't think he's any good. Um, Hellebuck's a fucking stud. But, you know, that definitely helps. Same thing with Rene we were talking about last week. Um, he had a rough first year, and now he's now he's a stud. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. I, so, I'd like to go back to Carter Hart just a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, do you think he's the answer? Do you think he's Philadelphia's answer? Do you think they can climb out of the basement with Carter Hart? And Brian Elliott's still going to come back at some oh. point. You know, what's it going to take for Carter Hart to keep that job uh, and keep Philly uh, up, uh, afloat, you know? I would say that Carter Hart, uh, he's the future. Or he, or, let me edit that, he could be the future. Because all the the tandem of other goalies that they have currently rostered are not. Um, that being said, I, it's... I think Philadelphia's problems go deeper than goaltending. Yes, it's a huge issue for Philadelphia, but I mean, you've just got you've got guys that are uh, Jarreau is carrying this team on his back. Sure. I mean, Wayne Simmons Wayne Simmons has been a ghost. Um, Konecki is he's stepping up a little bit, but he's still not like the role they need him to fill right now is a role that he cannot fill currently. In maybe in three years, two years, yeah, he could be a solid player on that team. Uh, currently he's, he's a sophomore in the league. Like he's not, he, he just doesn't have the experience enough to do it. Um, I I just, no, I I don't, I I guess the best way to sum this up is no, I don't think Philadelphia is going to make the playoffs. Um, even if Hart stands on his head and does what I said earlier and, you know, puts up, you know, nine Oh five, nine ten, he's still, I I just, the team's not good enough. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, uh, I just there's not enough there and there's too much uh, in the front office off ice there's too much rebuild there's too much new direction going on right now to where I sincerely doubt that this team is going to be kept together as we creep closer to the trade deadline I I, 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 I would I would make a strong case that Sim, uh, Simmons is traded before the deadline um, to whom I don't know uh, but I, I see, I don't know. I, I, I just see this team because of all the changes off ice. I see this team. 
there, there's no longer the attitude of, oh, they'll get it together. It's more of, all right, we've got trade options. Yeah. Um, so I actually disagree with that. Okay. So their GM, uh, what, what I really like from their GM, this new GM that came in, um, he said something about uh, along the lines of, yeah, we analyzed and we kind of took a step back and, and looked at our personnel. We looked at who we had and it was just, it was the right idea to get rid of Hackstall, which that to me, that tells me that even an outside perspective, someone coming in with an outside perspective basically said, yeah, our coach wasn't getting it done. Um, and so for me, I, I, I think the organization thinks that they have a team that could go, you know, maybe there might be too gone this year, right? They might be too far out this year. Um, But I think the the organization thinks that they have a team. They just, they just needed the right structure and they needed the right, um, you know, coach in there to kind of, to kind of figure it out. Uh, Do I think Simmons is going to stay? No, I think, because like I said last week, they've been wanting to get rid of Simmons forever. Um, I could see Simmons going to like Nashville. I think that'd be a good spot for him. Um, I could, you know, depending on money, I don't know what kind of money they have locked up in their top four, but, um, you know, another spot would be the Oilers. Another spot would be Calgary because I don't think the fires are going to, uh, try to move him within the East. I I just, I I don't think that's the right idea for them. So here's a hockey trade for you. Wayne Simmons for Milan Lukic. I wouldn't do it, and here's why. I don't want Luke. No, I, don't I don't want, want Luke fucking... on my fucking team. I don't want. Oh, him. I would. I, that's that's no way. That was that was more for a comedic thing. I, that wasn't for actual analysis. I wouldn't. Uh, I would. Uh, it, there's there's no way that I want Milan Lukic on my team. Now, yes, if there are any fans of Milan Lukic listening, I understand that every person who's ever played with him says that they love playing with him because they feel safe on the ice and. All that horse shit, I get it. I understand. And he even did have a decent run in Boston. Decent yeah. run. He won the cup. He okay. did okay his first year he in did well. He did, his, he did but, okay with the Kings. I mean, he's not a bad and you know, player. And you know what? I'll even... Yeah, exactly. So I'll even give him the benefit of the doubt and say that it's not that he's a bad player. He is not performing right now because he is being inserted into a a, a clusterfuck of a a team right now. Like, yes, Hitchcock is here riding the ship a bit, trying to like normalize things. Um, I still don't think that that's going to be, you know, it's not like, I don't think Hitchcock because Hitchcock's there. I don't think they're going to make, make a, make a run or anything, but you've got, I just, that team is plagued so bad by so many bad trades over, you know, recent years, like the last five, 10 years, just horrible GM decisions. And, the team doesn't really know what direction it wants to go. Like, this team is, you look at that roster, it's, like, built on grit, but yeah. you're you're building this gritty team around gritty. the best, yeah, <laughs> you're building this, you know, dig in the, bo- uh, di- uh, you know, battle in the corners, uh, you know, just blood, sweat, and tears, not, not focusing on skill, just kind of muscling them out, team, you're trying to build this team around probably the greatest skilled player in the league, arguably. I mean, oh, I, he, I mean, I he think... is as much as we all hate to hate, you know, love to hate him kind of thing. McDavid is the best player in the fucking league by a fucking long shot. I mean, this kid is oh, fast. Yeah. The kid's very good. 
Yeah. Uh, you you want to know who if I'm if I'm a GM of this team in the Pacific, I'm going and getting him actually. Thinking about it. Hmm. Uh, the team that's going to be the Seattle like biggest rival. Uh, if I'm Vancouver, I have a spot for him on that top uh, on the top line with Pedersen and Besser. Because I don't want those two guys seem to be relatively fragile. I mean, Pedersen only missed a couple games from in, in, arguably a cheap shot, um, yeah. you know. But Besser hasn't been able to stay that healthy, and I think it's because teams aren't scared of anybody on on Vancouver. And Pedersen is is no Hulk. I mean, he's a twig. You know, yeah. if I'm if I'm Vancouver, I go and get him just for the fact that like we were supposed to be rebuilding this year. Like, yeah, we're we're surprisingly beating these teams we should, probably shouldn't be beating um you know and, and w- i think they're performing above expectations yeah i agree and i i mean i think I, they're still in my mind rebuilding you know i think they're still oh yeah they're not they're not good right but and they're performing better than you know expected i mean league right now you know the, yeah there's we're getting we're getting to the halfway point of the season we're looking at teams that are they're they're starting to fall out you know there's a couple, you know, Kings are most likely not going to make the playoffs. Done. Uh, Chicago's definitely not going to make the playoffs. They're winning tonight. I'm um, watching it right now. They look okay. Who, Delia, dude. The, <laughs> de- the delivery I, driver, the, the deli man. I, I, I definitely think, you know, when, when you have a coaching change, it's not immediate unless you're Ken Hitchcock. But, it, it, you know, maybe maybe the new coach, the interim coach, maybe his his style is finally taking shape. And the team's actually going to play decent, but I mean, if if you look at that Chicago roster, they're just they're just not what they once were. Yeah. And that that defense is depleted. I, I would, you know, if uh, if I'm uh, if I'm Bowman, the GM of Chicago, I'm looking at my defensive core, and I'm looking at Duncan Keith, and I'm looking at Brent Seabrook, and I'm I'm knocking on the doors of, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, a, a seasoned veteran like Duncan Keith or Brent Seabrook would be something exactly what Kyle Dubas and the Toronto Maple Leafs need because uh, if you look at that because we kind of mentioned it we kind of talked about it when we were talking about defense Toronto's I mean really the only hole yeah you can make an argument for Freddie Anderson you know being inconsistent but honestly the only like true hole is Toronto's defense I mean on that team I you know I I mean any D could probably go to Toronto and put up more than a point per game. Um, but Morgan Riley's doing it with consistency right now. I, I don't their D it's is just one man though. Their D is a hole, but Morgan Riley's only twenty five. I mean, this kid was brought in super young. Um I you know, he could be the real deal for all I know. I mean, last year, even without Tavares, he put up fifty plus points. I mean, this this kid's no joke. Yep. So Yep. Um, but I, do you want a veteran presence in there? Hell yeah. I would, I would take a Duncan Keith all fucking day. Uh, Toronto is going to have to give something up. You know, they, yeah, they know got... they have up front. They know they have an issue money wise. Um, they're not going to get rid of any of those big guys, but a, a cadre, you know, oh, they are, is a cadre going to go literal... possibly, you know, they're, Patrick they're in literally win now mode. Because they they cannot afford to do what they're doing next year. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's it's not a question. It's it. I mean, it's just a. It's just math. And, and granted, you know, math is really isn't my fucking thing. But I mean, from what I've looked at on them, like the amount of money that you're gonna have to pay Matthews, the amount of money that you're gonna have to pay Marner, the amount of money that you're currently paying Tavares. Uh, I mean, there's just no feasible way that you're going to be able to keep... You're going to have to get rid of somebody. And granted, is it going to hurt them? Pro- not really. I mean... As long as it's not Matthews or Tavares, I think man, they're fine because they're, you need up-the-middle strength. That's what you need. They're deep. They've got they've got Kadri, Marlu, and Nylander on the third line. Like, on, on, the, on the Hurricanes, that could be the first fucking line. Here's what you do if you're Toronto. This is going to be okay. my segue. I'm working on my segways. You ready for this? All right, go for it. You bring in Duncan Keith. You make a small okay. move for that. Maybe you maybe you move a, you know, I I don't know what you got to move. Maybe just a pick. I'm not sure. Bring in Duncan Keith. That's that that's a good good solid veteran presence. You see what Columbus wants to do for Panarin. You see what they want oh. for Panarin. You see if you can just fucking stack those forwards. I mean, you got. Way too much talent. If you if you can bring in Panarin, you got so much talent you don't even know what to do with it, and that's a good problem. Because those are basically guaranteed trade chips at the deadline coming up. Exactly. I mean, it's not. I you know it's very difficult. You know, every time we go into a trade deadline or something, there's always speculation on somebody, especially if the team's not doing well. But when a player has verbally and publicly said that they don't want to be there. You don't. I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to are you going to end up being like the Islanders and let Tavares walk for nothing? I'll be you really know? curious to see what Columbus does because if they're in a playoff spot come trade deadline, um, they might have what, to. Do you? They might have to let Panarin him walk for the. I was going to say, yeah, but man, that's rough. Like you, you sit on Panarin. For the end of the season, see if you can make a a first or second round run. Because I mean, yeah. Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic here. Are the Columbus Blue Jackets favorites to win the cup? No. Are they even in the top five? Uh, not really. I mean, top five right now off the top of my head: Toronto, Tampa. In no particular order, of course. Uh, Toronto, Tampa, Winnipeg, Nashville. Uh, that fifth spot's probably yeah. the hardest. Um. Caps, caps, yeah. Boston's yeah, yeah, right re- there. Yeah, I agree, but yeah. I think I think they should have moved. I mean, if they were serious about moving them, uh, and, and maybe that's what I don't even know how to say his last name. Fucking Columbus GM. Uh, he's oh, a yeah, Russian I dude. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I think that's the thought process. Is like people are going to get desperate around the trade deadline, and they're going to need something like a left wing. You know, not a lot of teams have that, like, game-changing left wing. Goudreau, Jamie Benn, um, fuck, you know, Marshan. But, I mean, not a ton of teams have that game-changing left wing. And so he's yep. thinking he's going to get a fat chip at the deadline. And he he might. But I think if the team is playing like they are right now, I think they're only two two points out of a spot right now. Or out of a, out of a first-place spot. I mean, they're in. They're just... You know, battling for that first uh, in whatever shitty division they're in. Um, yeah, it's not. It's Metro. It's just about realistic expectations of that team. Uh, okay, so brass tacks. Do you think Panarin gets traded be- at or before the deadline? Yeah, you have to trade him. You fought. You have okay. to. 
I mean, I, I I think if they're in a playoff spot, he's more likely to trade him for like a piece that they can almost fit into where he was, like someone who's going to give him some goals and then get some some sort of pick from him. Um, How about what are the odds of a hockey trade happening? Just a one for one, but just you no. know, like trading trading skill for skill, but like two players that are unhappy with their current homes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd have to think about that for a second of how oh, that would. Oh, you know what? You know who I would do? Hmm. Hey, well, Panarin wants to go to a fucking contender, huh? That, is uh, it up to him now? Does he, have a, record, does he have a trade clause? On record, he says he wants to go to a coast. That's weird. So, yeah. it's So, it's not about hockey or winning the cup or anything. He just... He, he hates Russian winter and wants to feel sand between toes. Weird. That is probably the weirdest. Is Ottawa on the coast? Because that's what I was going to say. I say you go Duchesne for a Panarin. <laughs> oh, uh, Panarin would fucking hate that. But he would definitely be part of a rebuild. And I think Duchesne would be absolutely ecstatic to get out of Ottawa. Though he is now the de facto leader of that team. Yeah. Mm. Like he went from yeah. A, I don't know where I want him to go. If he wants to go to a coast, fuck. I saw. So I'm thinking contender mm. because what what's going to happen is teams are going to come up to teams are going to come to Columbus. And they're going to be like, okay, look, here's you know everybody. Every team's going to make a pitch probably, but the realistic ones are going to be contenders because uh, Panarin. Well. I mean, I think Panarin could help the Penguins stop the bleeding, but let's be real here. The Penguins aren't as young as they used to be. Yeah, but I think they're still on a spot, though. Oh, oh. So, I mean, if you I, add oh, a guy like that where he can he can play with Crosby, and then you got a, you got a Crosby, Panarin, Malkin, uh, Kessel-esque kind of thing. If the Penguins oh, could bring in a D, up. they could still make another push for it. I mean... It's just, it's just, moving, man. yeah, Penguins GM that, would have to do some work, but that might, that, that defense, might not be bad. That defense in Pittsburgh is, I mean, it's, it's Latang and Latang and Latang. Olimata, like, dude, well, he's such a stud, though. Olimata <laughs> is fucking, fucking just needs to go back to Finland. Well, I think, I, I honestly think, and this is another thing, it's just so small, I don't like rumor shit. Um, but it's it, it just sounds like Mike Sullivan has an issue with his players. Did you gather any of that? So there was a there was a rumor this week that like he ha- doesn't have a good relationship with Malkin and Kessel. Um, he got rid of Daniel Sprong. I mean, he essentially fucking drove that kid out of town. Um, yeah. And Sprong is Sprong very well could be a great player. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, Mike Sullivan's won some cups, but. Does he have an issue? I mean, is he the new Tortorella where no one really, you know, he's just kind of gritty and nobody really wants to deal with him? You know, I, I, don't know. I, I hate to get so into rumors, the rumors shit, that but... I've, I haven't heard about Malkin. Um, the ones about Kessel have been very detailed. Like, I mean, in fact, I think those have been actually kind of confirmed that Kessel, especially in the last playoffs, Kessel kind of was very upset that he was thrown on the third line, which... I, you know, coach's strategy, I get it. Like, sometimes you want to space out your three best players to three different lines to spread the wealth around, so there's not... So, you know, it's all about line matchups. But Kessel, essentially, you know, he, he I think he said 
you know, I came on this team to skate with Malkin. And, you know, he, I don't think, you know, could he quarterback a third line? Can he, can he lead it? Yeah. But is, is, <laughs> is a line with Phil Kessel and Evgeny Malkin going to be way deadlier than if they're on the different lines? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's no question. So, uh, hmm. do I think, I, I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is top heavy in the sense that, I mean, the big three is Crosby, Malkin, and Kessel. And other than that, I mean, you've got Gunsel, who has, you know, he's shown that he can be a good support player to Crosby. Um, you've got Rust, who is has his moments of greatness. He's doing well right now. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, history would show that he's due for a regression. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Hornquist is always, you know, he's the go-to supporting man. They still Not have Derek Broussard. Yeah, but he's skating on a third line role. Jesus. I think he's centering that third line, fourth line. Uh, he's w- very underperforming on that team, and honestly, I think that was that that move to acquire him last year was very much of a desperate move. Like they thought they could try to make another run, perhaps, and he was going to help out on the depth. Uh, Broussard, I think uh, he's just he just not a good fit for that team. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the the front end is. I'm not going to say it's stellar. It's not top five, but it's good. It's good. They'll make the playoffs, and they could even make a push depending on who they play. But Chris Letang is the heart and soul of that defense, and then after that, there is a huge drop-off in skill. You've got uh, Justin Schultz, Schultz is who good, is, but, I mean, he, yeah, he's been hurt all year, so we haven't really gotten to see yeah. him. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. He's shown moments of greatness, but Olimata is rough, and uh, I don't know. And, and not to mention... Uh, what Matt Murray is going to show up to these games. Yeah. Is it going to be the you know, Capitals Capitals game yesterday, Matt Murray, or is it going to be beginning of the season getting fucking shit stomped, waffle boarded fucking Matt Murray over here? I'd like to, th- I'd like to think that he, like in that little break that he took, he went on IR for a little bit. I think he went back to, to hot topic and really, really like found himself again. He looks like, uh, he looks like one of those kids that, wore like a puka shell necklace and like billabong and like yeah like ah, i'm a goalie dude and like his just body was way too big for his scrawny little neck and pinhead that's funny i always think he had uh he though. had he, he used to he used to get those bottles that use like half a bottle of gel to spike up the front of his hair you know what I mean? I always think of him as like an yeah. I think of him as like an emo kid. Emo kid. You know. <laughs> like, you know. Dude, just... I love hot. So as a fucking old man now, I love Hop Topic. I go in there and I oh, I look at their shirts on the wall and I'm like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm that weird dude that just walks around oh. and everybody's like, you need help? I'm like, no, I'm just laughing at your shirts. <laughs> like, uh, the store is great, but the employees <laughs> like, I, you know, you you go up to check out with your metallica t-shirt or whatever the fuck and the dude's got like you know he's he's keeping staplers in his ears mm. and it's like dude I, I, all right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go now i, I just always get the hot topics they're like they're playing like death metal on the thing yeah and you go and up to buy and something I... and, the, and the ladies at the front are like would you like this plushy Powerpuff Girl toy? And I'm like, this is not fitting. Like, what are you guys doing? So you guys need to have a meeting. Like, that's what. 
And that's why I keep saying that with Murray. Like, I, I can see him in, like, just skin-tight jeans <laughs> with just, like... Like, you walk in, and the music is, like, obnoxiously screamo loud. And he's just, Definitely like... knees on. Yeah, and he's not, like, paying attention to you. Like, he doesn't even welcome you to the store. He's just staring at a hockey puck on the counter, and he's just, like, black like my soul. I feel bad for him. He's really... This... He's really struggling. He's he's going through some shit. He's at, you know he's talking. Him and Scott Darling are on Skype every day, just chatting it up. What? Yeah, uh, no, they're three way skyping with uh, Jake Allen's mom. Allen's mom. Don't worry, boys. <laughs> you can you can you. I sent you presents in the mail. <laughs> Dude, uh, cheer up, boys. Speaking of goalies, Delia just Delia just got the win. 35 save, oh. one goal game. Chicago's on a three-game win streak. I mean, I, you know what? I, it's, I'm not surprised at all because they still have Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane. Yep. And as long as you have that core, you can have a solid team. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's up in the air. It's How can you look at it and go, uh, uh, fuck. Because who's, who's, who's Patrick Kane going to pass the puck to? You know who the unsung Nisimov? hero, though, is? Debrinkin, dude. That kid is Dude, fucking he is an up and good. Comer. And if he's an up and comer, what I would do is I would stack that top line because I think Strom and Debrinket have enough chemistry that you yeah. just find them a third winger and you just stack. You just go Sod, Taves, and Kane on that top line and just make teams score fucking more than four goals against you. Do so, that's exactly yeah. what Colorado's doing. Do what yep. Colorado's doing. Stack the top line in Boston. Boston's a little deeper, but stack so that we've top kind line. Of on, we've been kind of on a goalie trend here. I mean, talking about Chicago, Corey Crawford's down with his 90th concussion. Is that what uh, it is? Jesus. Guy needs a helmet. Like <laughs> guy. The guy needs a second helmet yeah. over his first helmet. Uh, I don't that's know like, have you ever seen the prototypes should. of, like, baseball pitchers' helmets? I don't fucking know that that guy is just he's so delicate at this point I feel like he just can't I mean you know what every time he comes back he plays well the man the guy's obviously talented yeah but at the I mean at this point Christ is it worth another hit to the melon like he's just not he's not gonna be himself after another one how and, many does it take Right, and if you're the Chicago Blackhawks, you're looking at it going like, "How long are we going to deal with this? Like, are we going to keep keeping? Are we going to keep this essentially part-time goalie around? Because uh, you know you can't fault a guy for getting hurt. It's not his fucking fault. Yeah. But at the same time, like you got to be realistic about it. Like this guy is, he's got such a history with injuries, especially lately. He he can't stay healthy for a full season. And I, I understand, you know, credit to. Credit to uh, Bowman, the GM there. Uh, they went and got Cam Ward. And I was in the minority of people that said that Cam Ward will actually play decent. Now, has he? Eh. No. At uh, the beginning of the year when they needed him to at least, like, lay down in front of the net and hopefully stop 50% of the shots, he fucking didn't. That's why That's yeah, why he, everybody was against Cam Ward is because he came in and was shitty. My, he didn't save my that team. Po- and I and I think he's shown he's shown he's had good games and bad games. And my point is that my point was that he was 
on the Carolina Hurricanes, which has been a sinking ship for a long time with Bill Peters. Nothing against nothing against Bill Peters, but but kind uh, of, but kind of a little bit. But he went to the Flames I mean, and doing, decided that he knew how to coach. Yeah, he's doing well. I mean, he I I love I I'm I'll be a bit biased. I've met the man. Uh, he because he used Whoa, to coach the Chiefs. Name dropper. He 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 used to coach the Chiefs, and I met him. Uh, I was I, that was during Chiefs camp, way back fucking when. Were you the water um, boy? <laughs> no, but I did get no, but no, I, I did get injured. Oh. So I was pulling my best. Way. I had my I had my toenail ripped off. Jeez, sounds like turf yeah, toe. Right. Joff Keeler and Derek Shoots they uh, they helped me out. Good for them. Classic yeah, guys. I, I, oh, oh yeah, good good guys. That was that was a good team back then. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, uh, Bill Peter, you know, might be a little biased on that. Um, I also I. Uh, but Cam's always been on that sinking ship where he's had literally no defense in front of him. And he's always, and while he was there, he was posting not bad numbers. Yeah. Like, not great, but he was doing okay. So in my mind, I was like, all right, yeah, he's older, but he's going to get in front of a team that has a decent defense. And then I looked at Chicago's defense. I was like, oh, well, fuck, never mind. Psych. Yeah, exactly. Because... I don't know. Maybe with Chicago, you're thinking like you're going to get some offensive help. Like that's how Tampa Bay is winning games right now, especially when Vasilevsky went down and Domine was in. Like Domine wasn't filling the role of Vasilevsky and you know making the saves that he would. They were just literally by sheer force of offensive will, they were just outscoring the other team. Yeah. It's like all right, we're down by five. All right, we're just going to have to score six. Here we go, and they get it done. I just, I don't think Cam Ward has had his head in the game. I mean, you can have a shitty D and still be good. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, you can still put up numbers. I think I think Price did it for a lot of years. Um, you can have an average D. You can have an average D and still a, put up numbers. I mean, you know, it's... I, if you have a bad D, then your team is bad. Yeah, true. I mean, you need at least a little bit of fucking support. Um, exactly, but yeah, I mean, and that's another team on our list is Carolina. So Carolina's goalie situation is an absolute fucking nightmare. But I think we touch on that. We touch on that quite a bit because that's yeah, we talk about that's kind of that darling, team that everybody goes to shitty. <laughs> and they've got they've got uh, Mr. Mediocre Mrazek. Um, as a as a Red Wings fan, uh, I've watched his career with uh, closeness. And he's, uh, he. I don't know. I, I know he went. He went to. He went to Philly for that little while because uh, we already touched on Philly's rotating carousel of goalies. That was Mrazek had his had his spin at it last year, and though. now he's yeah, yeah. And now he's split in time with McElhaney, who wasn't he? Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he dropped by Toronto? Yeah. Like they, so he was he was with Columbus for a long time, and then Toronto. Put him on waivers, I think, because they wanted Sparks to be that backup to Freddie. And uh, which, in my opinion, is a horrible. Carolina story, was but... like, "Ah, we'll just take him. Hopefully, hopefully someone works out." That's such point. a bad idea. I don't. I don't I, know I, why I, a but... team like that didn't go after Grubauer. Maybe they did, but yeah. that's a team to me. It, them and the Islanders, which the Islanders surprisingly their goalies have been okay in the last couple of weeks or so. But that tandem. Yeah, the tandem of Grice and Leonard. Um, Carolina is a team to me. They knew that Scott Gar- Scott Darling was nobody, right? They they knew after last year that he was shit because 
their D wasn't half bad last year, and they had some goal scoring up front. I mean, Aho and Teravainen were carrying the team, but you know they had some goal scoring up front. They were pushing a little bit for for a wild card for there for a little bit, and Darling was nothing. And they knew they needed a goalie, and maybe they did push for it. I mean, obviously we don't see the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, but yeah. they needed a, a game changer like I think Grubauer can be if given the right opportunity. If he's given a starting role, I think Grubauer could be a starter. You know, someone like that though, right? Where they basically say, "Hey, we're we're tired of we're tired of having this guy that." And I'll bet I, I guarantee you them taking the chance on Darling as like a backup to Crawford that didn't work out. Uh, you know, kind of held them back from really giving the Capitals anything good for Grubauer because they were like, yeah. well, fuck, we don't want this backup to come in and be shitty again. You know what I mean? And so I guarantee that had something to do with it, but Grubauer was, I mean, the kid was killing it. You know, he's a, he's a good player in general and I, they might've taken a chance, but they needed someone like that. And they really, you know, yeah, you brought in Mrazek and McElhaney had a couple good fucking games, but that can only last so long. You need someone who's going to be your long-term option. They don't have that. so No, they don't. Mrazek is, he, he's just proven that he can't be a starting goaltender. He's had so many opportunities to do it. Um, he's been on, he's been on a Red Wings team that's had good and bad defense. Like he started out early enough to where there was still some talent on that blue line. Uh, granted at the later years, it definitely floated away. Um, but still, and then he got a chance in Philly, which I would, I mean, I would argue that Philly's defense is not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Um, you've got enough talented guys on that blue line to 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 get out of the you know the the, the basement of defensive ratings in the league. Uh, but now he's with Carolina, where he's you know he's getting a, a good timeshare with McElhaney. Um I don't. The storyline of his career has been he just can't be a starting goaltender. He's got to split time with someone. He did that with Jimmy Howard. Uh, obviously, he did that in Philly with, I don't know, 10, 20 other people, or, you know, that one point where they were just kind of letting everybody in to the goal, hoping somebody would stop a puck. And now he's in Carolina, which... I'm really hopeful that Carolina turns it around. I think, uh, as a hockey fan... But, yeah, we talk shit about other teams and whatnot, but as a hockey fan, I love the game to grow in non-traditional markets. I know there are there's traditional hockey players out there that are like, oh, well, you know, Carolina and Florida, they're not fucking teams. Like, they're not real teams. It's like, well, but that's how we get the game to grow. That's how you get people interested in the sport. And if Carolina does well, like, you, you gain a hockey audience and hockey fans in Carolina of all fucking places. So... Uh, I hope them. I hope they do well. I think they're doing a great job with that whole, uh, you know, crash against the boards thing at home. I love that. Yeah, we uh, love that shit. I love I, that. I dude. love that. That's great. Fucking love that. I think that's a that's a great way to Good get fans them. into it. Oh yeah, I I can see myself going to a Carolina game after you know five, six, ten beers. Right. Like just, I would get right up against the fucking glass. Just shirt off. Well, I mean, you got a game changer in, in Sebastian Ajo, though, too. They just they need to put some – and this Svechnikov kid, they're finally giving some fucking ice time. This yep. kid's filthy. I mean, you got to you gotta just find these pieces and put them together. And, fuck, I mean, Carolina – you know, Carolina could be good. They just – they need a goalie. Holy fuck, do they I've, need a goalie. 
Almost, almost worse than the trip. Flyers. All, well, worse got, than the Flyers because I think the Flyers are a more rounded team, whereas I don't think Carolina is that deep forward-wise, oh, and their D isn't oh no. that great. But Carol, uh, Philadelphia reigns in having the most goalie problems. Like that's, I, do, Does Carolina have a goalie situation? Yes. But no one, not one team in the league, is even remotely close to the – problems Hart is the sixth goalie to dress for philadelphia this year we're not even at the halfway mark yeah like that's that's gross i mean that's, that's fucking, terrible yeah there's there's no getting around how brutal that's that like is. i mean even even if you even if you balance it out like six goalies that's not i mean you're at that point you're just you're trying fucking everything yeah I mean, they're they're in this rotating timeshare because I mean, they still have Nervrith, don't they? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's hurt. Um, Elliot's hurt, and the reason that Hart even got a chance is because uh, Stallers got hurt, and then I think even Lion got hurt. So yeah, Lion's hurt because Stallers is like behind Lion, I think. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, it's I, bad. It's, it's really bad. I'm not. Here's the thing, I'm though. Not taking a, you just ahead, yeah. you need it. Well, and it it sucks being a Philly fan and watching Bobrovsky win two Vesnas. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. I'm not even a Philly fan, and that fucking hurts me for them. You've a, you have second degree, yeah, second pain. degree burn around that one. But um, yeah, second secondhand embarrassment, right? I mean, but you know, Price Bobrovsky, um, a lot of these good goalies have kind of shown us that. You can you can still make it relatively deep into the play. Are, are you going to win a cup with that? No, but you know you still need something up front. You still need a good decor. Um, but you know those two goalies specifically have shown us you need someone back there that's going to fucking backstop you to even get you into the playoffs. And Carolina, the Islanders, uh, you know there a number of teams. Um, you know, Luongo, I, I like Luongo, but that's what Florida needs also as a goalie. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, that's that's just what it takes. Just what it takes. Yep. If you don't have that fucking number one that can just walk you to the playoffs, um, you're fucked. <laughs> you can score 20 goals a game because you know the next night if you come out and score one goal, you're going to lose, right? And yep. so you can go nope. 50-50 on a season if you don't have any kind of goalie and you got – top six you know and yeah that's that's one thing i think toronto is seeing success with is that freddie will steal them games sometimes but their offense steals them more games right yeah. so where you have that goalie who can at least get it done on most nights and the nights that he can't you got john Tavares and austin matthews and william nylander and fucking marner up there you got marlo on the third and codger like i can just go on and on oh, yeah. about that fucking team right it goes on and on. Right, and on. but I mean, it comes it comes back to a goalie that can at least put up some numbers and steal some games. And, you know, if you don't have that, and, and sadly, you kind of have to get that through the draft sometimes, or you really got to have some good scouts that can pick up, a, you know, a, a guy that'll... Martin Jones, you know, you got, you got a guy that'll come in and actually do something from you, you know, your scouts pulling that information He's, and watching some games from him, and shit. He is good. He's, he he's been a little shaky this year, but that that's a good goalie. I mean, that, that kid's good. So. Oh, I was talking about Jones. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Jones. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, too. He's been a little okay, shaky, okay. so uh, little maxi pads got him on fucking one of our other leagues, and uh, oh, fuck. he's been a little shaky, yeah. but he's he's coming around now. 
Jesus, speak, speaking of shaky, you're, you're not doing so well in fantasy hockey. Dude, I don't know what my team's deal is. Well, everybody's getting healthy, and they, you know, they're just they're waiting for my boy uh, Ivan Provorov to come around. As soon as Provorov comes back down the pipe, there, you know, it's game over. Pick that up. I don't think we've ever. I don't think we've ever let our listeners know who's on our teams. Um, I, I, you know, I think we've mentioned it, you know, here and there. Like I've got this player, I've got this player, but um, I think it. I think it might uh, behoove us to to let people know who we've got on our teams. Okay. Well, um, here's what's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, you okay. run through your roster. I'm gonna piss. Go for it. And then I'll run through my roster. And you just make an executive decision if you've got to let her loose, okay? Okay. So right. you go first. Can do. All right, all right, all right, here we go. So starting up at the top, we've got Eric Stahl with Minnesota, uh, solid center. Uh, you know, veteran, he's not going to light up the score sheet every night, but he's, he's, he's going to be a solid point producer. Um, I just took Matt Duchesne off of IR. He was hurt for a little bit. Um, God, he's he's in the he's in the shithole that is Ottawa, and he's still putting up points. They lost like tonight, uh, first game back. They played New Jersey, which is playing terrible, by the way. Uh, Ottawa lost New Jersey tonight, five to two. Uh, guess who put up the two goals? Matt Duchesne. So uh, he he's playing well there. Uh, obviously, the guy's talented, but um, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, one of my keepers from last year, obviously Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, if you've got him in your league, you're probably doing pretty well right now. Guy is uh, consistently on a point per game basis. Um, even he, he'll have some dry spells every once in a while, but then he'll make up for it with a fucking hat trick every once in a while. So he's doing fine. Uh, Wells, you mentioned earlier, Alex DeBrincat. We talked about him. He's sick. Uh, one of the few bright spots on Chicago right now. Uh, Mark Stone. Mark Stone is quietly probably the second best player on Ottawa at the moment. Um, he's putting up just as many points, if not more now that Deshane got hurt, um, more than Deshane. He's usually a past first guy, but God, he's putting up the points. Um, also mentioned him, Seth Jones doing great on defense, uh, for the Columbus. He's, he's their top defenseman in my opinion. Uh, now I've got the, I've got the defensive tandem of Ellis and Eckholm. Uh, Ellis and Eckholm, they are the unsung heroes, of the Nashville defense. No, they're not the headliners like Yossi and uh, Subban, but God, they're, uh, they're pretty solid. Uh, all of them will put up points as long as they're, and they split them up too. They don't skate on the same line. Uh, Ellis usually skates with Yossi. Ekholm usually skates with Subban. So uh, they usually put up points. Um, acquired through a trade, I've got Jake Gardner on defense. He's the second line defenseman for Toronto. Not bad. Uh, he's not going to score many goals, but he passes the puck, and he's on a second power play uh, in Toronto, and that that's an offensive juggernaut right now, so they're doing okay. Uh, Charlie McAvoy on defense. He's the young gun from uh, Boston. He's got a promising future. He's doing really well. He was hurt for a little bit, but he's, he's starting to get back into things. Uh, my two keepers from last year, other than Ovechkin, William Carlson and Jonathan Marcheseau. Uh I mean, if you know anything about, you know, Vegas had that miracle run last year. Uh, was... Are William Carlson and Marcus still going to put up the points that they did last year? No, but they're wow, I mean, Bill, if they get, dude. even even if it's close, they're going to do well. William Will had a short start or a slow start to the season, but he's starting to come back into it. March so actually started hot and now is kind of cooling off a little bit, but they're both on the first line in Vegas. They're killing it. Um, can't drop them. Uh, Andrus Lee center. Uh, that's probably one of my biggest regrets on my team. Because uh, 
there's a lot of players that have flourished since Tavares left. Lee is not one of them. He's actually suffered because of it. Uh, but uh, that being said, he's an you know he's an integral part of that lineup. Uh, second line, second line center, left winger. He's doing okay. Um, Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor is uh, another unsung hero. Uh, he's on the second line, skates with Line A in Winnipeg, uh, putting up solid numbers this year. Uh, I can't say whether or not I haven't watched him enough to say that he is talented or it's just he's skating with talent. Mm, but he's a good player. For me, it's he's, he's skating with talent. That's what happened last year. Okay, but uh, right. he's I mean he's still a good player. But there was people that were like saying that he got snubbed for the Calder. And, I mean, he was playing with Shifley oh. and Wheeler last year. So he's yeah, a good he's, player, he's, but, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, yeah, he's he's good He's good enough to skate on that second line, right. definitely. But, I like, if you take line A off that line, he's he's quiet. He's a ghost. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, a recent pickup for me, actually two of these are recent pickups, um, Alex Chasen. Uh, Alex is pretty much a nobody. And nobody really cared about him until he got put on that first line with uh, Connor McDavid in Edmonton. And now he's, for some reason, skating on the first line and on the power play first line. So, uh, um, I mean, we've talked about it before. You could put an orange traffic cone next to Connor McDavid and you're going to get some points. With a stick and some gloves. Exactly. Um, Recent pickup. This one's kind of more of a, a flyer for me. Um Connor Brown, he's a right wing with Toronto. Uh, recently got moved up to the first line with Tavares. He took uh, Zach Hyman's spot. Hyman went down with uh, with an injury. He'll be out for a few weeks. Um, he is a gritty grinder. I, he doesn't. He's not. If he's not on that first line, the guy's useless. Um, but he's on that first. He's there to grind for uh Tavares and he'll get it done he's shown that he can do it he's picked up four assists in his last three um he's doing okay uh Mike Green Mike Green is the heart and soul of the Detroit defense uh pretty much nobody else on uh, you, you could make a you could make an argument for Cholowit Cholowowski Cholowiski something like that no clue okay anyway um he, he is essentially the heart and soul of that team. Or, not team, but the defensive core. Uh, that guy quarterbacks the power play. He is he is the one bright spot on that Detroit defense because there's there's not a lot of positives right now uh, on that on that team. Nick Cronwall, is, his best days are behind him. Trevor Daly's an average player. Uh, Erickson, Erickson could be traded to Canadian Tire for a bag of pucks. Well, Mike Green um, has great hair. I mean, this guy... That's, he's a handsome guy. Yeah, that's he's the a handsome stem guy. of his success right there. Is a fucking his due. Yep, yep. There's that's pretty good. And then uh, moving on to goalies, currently have four. Most of the time, have three. Um, right now, I'm in a timeshare with Matt Murray and Casey DeSmith. Um, that's that's hurt me in my soul a little bit. Um, I just wish they would figure out which one's going to be the starter and 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 make that fucking decision. But apparently. Uh, Pittsburgh is very okay with them in a timeshare at the moment. And I guess I guess if I'm Pittsburgh and they're both playing well, then it would be a difficult decision to make. But, um, yeah, so I've got Matt Murray and Casey DeSmith. Uh, Jonathan Quick, who really, really screwed me over this year. Uh, I, he was, like, one of my first-round picks, for, top three for sure, because I needed goalies. Um, Quick is, I mean, he's playing okay, but the team in front of him is not great or good or even 
remotely close to decent. So You mean Drew yeah, Doughty, yeah. the Norris Trophy winner, isn't carrying that Look, team? Drew Doughty is fine. He is good, and he is the one – him – he's the bright spot on that team. I was about to say that him and Kopitar, but not even Kopitar. Like, Kopitar's not doing anything. He's supposed to be the leading scorer of that team, and he might be, but he's just not getting it done. Like, there are some people that are like, oh, Dustin Brown. Like, why isn't he getting it done? Well, I think Dustin Brown overperformed for a little bit. Like, he's he's come Last back down year. to earth. and I mean, he, he, he is – he's more of a grinder, in my yeah. opinion, and – yeah. He had he had a nice year last year and but he hadn't had a good one in like 3 years. He so he just... overperformed in the Stanley Cup years yeah. for LA. Yeah, I agree. Um for sure. So but so quick is he a good goaltender? Hell yeah. Is he honestly is he one of the best in the league? I would I could def I would say he's in the top 5 for sure. Yeah, but I'm not uh, keeping not... him. The dude's been hurt every year. He just came off he just came off of IR and he's playing okay. So I'm sticking on to him mostly because there's no other better options because my last player on my roster is Darcy Kemper because Ranta went down in Phoenix and uh, it looks like Phoenix is going to turn, sorry, Arizona is going to turn to, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to make like a new plan. I'm going to start saying he's plays for like the Atlanta Thrashers or some more shit. Fucking Hartford Uh, Whalers. Yeah. Something like that. Teams that don't fucking exist. Um, Darcy Kemper, uh, he is him and Hill are going to split time, but I don't I don't know if Hill has got enough experience yet to get her done. Uh, I I think Kemper is probably going to be the go to guy, which is not great. I know that, but uh, a win's a win for for goalies. And uh, Phoenix, I know is uh, or fuck Arizona is in a bit of a downward spiral, but I I think they'll figure it out. They're not. Their defense isn't bad. They're losing games two to one, three to one. Yeah, they just need to. They just need to figure out their offense. Yeah, Galchenyuk needs to score some fucking goals. And even it's not good when the GM comes out and says, "Hey, motherfucker, you need to start putting the puck in the back of the net." That's why I traded for you. That's not a good yeah. sign. Nope. Uh, so yeah, Galchenyuk needs to figure his shit out, or you know, that's going to be the biggest bust of the year. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, All right, Wells, this, what's your what's your team look like? What do you got? This roster's looking good. I'll say that right now. Uh, my team, for some reason, is not performing like that. Um, I don't know if I'm getting old. I don't know. I was having a good year, and then all of a sudden, my team just started getting poked in the butt pretty quick. Um, I'll go relatively quick because I know we do have a limited amount of time. We've got about 12 minutes left, I think. God, we're cheap. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I'll start with, with my big dog, Sid. Um, Sid's been good to me for a couple of years. I, I, there was no way I wasn't going to keep him. I mean, obviously, I'm going to keep Sidney Crosby and Brent Burns, but we'll get to good old Burnsy later. Uh, Jonathan Druin, so that's that's in my, in my center slot right now. That's my second center. Um, kid's having a good year. I mean, you know, he's he's putting up the numbers that – we kind of expected last year. Um, you know, he's kind of starting to figure it out a little bit. He's, let's see, 46 points in uh, however many fucking games. Does he really have 46? No. I hate ESPN. This is trash. Anyways, he's got 30 points in 36 games. Um, here we go. Okay. Um, 
Jaden Schwartz. So Schwartz's been hurt a little bit. He's playing for St. Louis. Shitty ass fucking team. Don't know what they're gonna do. What's his plus minus at? Uh, Schwartz. Yeah, uh, it's only if it's a plus one. I mean, when he's on the ice, they're a better team. Okay. Um, he just I, I I had him last year in my Alaska league, and he just he likes to be hurt. Him and Stone. I'm surprised Stone's made it this long, honestly. Um, you know, that's that's his claim to fame is just being hurt all the time. He's a great player. Even Tarasenko says he's the best. You know, Tarasenko says Schwartz is the best goal scorer on the team. Um, wow. and, and, you know, so that's saying something. I mean, Schwartz, Schwartz is a good player. He's only got three goals this year. So, you know, there could be some upward movement there. We'll see. We'll see what St. Louis does. We'll see what – at the deadline, and they they lost. I think they got smoked last night by uh, Vancouver. So uh, we'll we'll see what the GM starts to do there's there. There's not much. There's not much hope for that team. Yeah, I think I'm gonna owe you a case of beer, and I'm gonna have to chug a fucking Keystone Ice. But I don't want to talk Sorry about, about that. Bud. Um, Tubo Teravainen. So same thing with that team, uh, Carolina. I kind of picked him up because I have Sebastian Ajo. So I kind of just said. Fuck it, we'll see if those two can figure their shit out. And I mean, they've been bouncing back and forth a little bit together, but um, you know, they just they they're hot and cold, both of them. I mean, there's only so much you can do if other teams are gonna say, well, they only have Aho and Teravinen, you know. So yeah. um, yeah. So I got Tuvo, uh, Brock Besser. Besser has been hurt a little bit this year. I just I. Similar to my playing career, I just have everybody that's just fucking hurt all the time, apparently. So, Besser's been hurt a little bit, but he's been a stud when he plays. Uh, in our league, he's got 3.8 points per game average. Um, you should get that tattooed on you. IR. S- stud when I play. Mm. Are you calling me a stud, big boy? I- oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll even it out because I was talking to uh, our mutual friend the other day, and I th- I honestly think that both me and the mutual friend played more games than you in the two years that we were we were playing hockey together. But did I have more points than both of you combined? Devin, for sure. Uh, I, <laughs> you might, you might, you might, you might, uh, you might. This might take you as a surprise, but I scored. I scored more goals than 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 him. Than me? Not you, him. Oh. Well, I remember one game for sure in Portland. Then he had more points. He would he would pass the puck to uh, Watney to our yeah twat. to our other mutual friend the twat. Uh, he'd bury it. So he had more points, but I I I had more goals. Funny you say that. Game in Portland. I uh, it was like my first game back. I think I coached the night before because my wrist still wasn't fucking feeling any good. And the next game I came back. I think I had. Two goals and three assists, and I think I, was that the game. Was that the game that we started with like fourteen players and ended with like nine? Yes. So it was the second of the back to back. Oh fuck! I remember that. Anyways, I I give Dev shit about this all the time because we lost. I think six to five. So I had two goals and three assists or some shit. I actually was playing good that game, and. I had three backdoor passes to that kid that he <laughs> fucked up all three of them. And we lost. We lost six to five. Jesus. I'll give him shit I for think that. I even scored like, a fucking goal. I, okay, I don't get ahead two. of yourself. No way you scored a goal. 
I I I just told you I fucking had more goals than fucking Devin. Both years. Three. But well, Devin only scored like two or three goals. So did we used to keep stats? I don't remember if we kept stats. I just remember game stats. Everybody was personal. I I remember one. I only I only remember one year. I think I I, th- I think I ended the year with like twelve or thirteen points, something like that. But it was pretty even on point like goals and assists. Like I think I had like six goals and seven assists or something. So you were the Elias Pedersen. I was the Elias of Pedersen. the whatever shitty league we were in. What league of was the, that? Whatever the whatever we were in. Club hockey. Hey, club hockey is college hockey, all right? Uh, yeah, if we had a rink there, been fun. Anyways, let's get back to my fucking stack team that's getting shit house this week. Mm-hmm. Cam Atkinson, he's been a fucking stud all year. He's got thirty five, I think, in like thirty six games or something ridiculous. Uh-huh. Brent Burns, Provorov—that's probably my biggest disappointment. I was hoping for a little more out of him. Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, I mean, I took him knowing that Darlene, it was going to take Darlene a little bit to kind of get accustomed to the NHL, and boy, was I wrong, because Ristolainen has, you know, he got 22 points, which isn't bad, but I mean, he's not, he's, yeah, he's he's not what Ristolainen was, uh, you know, a while back, and I, I think Darlene actually is helping his numbers a little bit, because, uh-huh. they, you know, Buffalo kind of has that one-two punch, um, Okay. but yeah. He's got a little work to do. I don't think he's droppable. He's three point six points per game in our point in our league. So I mean, he's still usable. Nice uh, fun. I, Duncan Keith. So this was a relatively recent pickup for me. Um, he started to kind of go on a little bit of a tear as soon as they traded for Strom. Um, he's been a little quiet in the last four games. Nothing, but uh, Duncan Keith still someone to watch because he could be traded. Right, like we were talking about earlier, he could be traded Toronto tomorrow, and he's getting a point per game every fucking. You know, two points per game for all we know. Uh, there's my boy Aho. He's having a, he's having a nice year, even though Carolina's shitty. Uh, Clayton Keller. This is just this is a homeboy. That's just my homeboy. Yep. I gotta have Clay. I have Clayton Keller on both my teams just because I gotta have someone to cheer for when I go to Coyotes games, right? So I might as well have the best right. player on their fucking team. Uh, Mika Zibanejad, Chris Kreider. So that's that's a little tandem I have. Uh, they've been okay. Chris Kreider with 15 goals. That's not bad. And then uh, Zabinichi has 30 points. So that's not too bad. Uh, that's that's some late-round draft picks. So I'm okay with that. Uh, Elias Lindholm. Nobody thought he was going to be this fucking good. He's got almost 40 points already. Um, fuck. I mean, he just he gets a point almost every other game. Yeah, if not every game. So Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. he's been an absolute steal. Uh, Heiskanen I picked up because Klingberg was hurt. So Klingberg's my IR. Uh, he's back now, but I, I like to, I like to do that. I like to see them play a game or two. Uh, I did it with, uh, did it with fucking Weber in my other league, where I just kind of, you know, I just wanted to see how he would do, and Weber came out and was just fucking smoking it. So I, you know, dropped somebody, but uh, I wanted to right. kind of see how Klingberg was. Klingberg's been a little bit slow. His, I think he's only played one game now. Thursday, yes. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see who I drop for that. Maybe it's Provorov. Maybe I just finally bite the bullet and drop his ass. Um, Ricard Raquel. So, Ra- Raquel having... That's the reason I lost to Swayze Express, in my opinion. 
Uh-huh. Raquel just didn't fucking show up and got hurt well, Monday or Swayze whatever. Express, Swayze Express is a, a, they look good. an expertly stacked team. I mean, yeah. I mean, crafted, I, you know, their owner's an old crotchety piece of shit, but. That's the only mm. rebuttal you got. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, he. Yeah, bingo nights. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I got so here. Here's what my team decides that B they want to prove. Four, I kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> my goalie situation is an absolute fucking travesty. Is John it, Gibson it, right. is trying to just hold down the fort, and then I got. I think he's the only player for the Ducks right now, right? Uh, I mean, he is. An absolute wall back there. Ducks. Ducks actually were playing pretty good here. They lost two in a row, but they'll they're on the road. They'll come back around. Um, yeah, he keeps Doesn't them in games. Face off and then and then skate. It, like he he does everything. Well, right? so like he passes to him. what they've done for the Ducks is they've essentially made it to where he can just hit a button and his goalie pads come off, and then he can just skate the length of the ice and go score. It's like a suit of power armor. Or yeah, some more shit. I mean, good for engineering, right? right? Yeah, but, good for fucking the future, man. Yeah, no, this this kid's filthy. Um, he bounces back and forth between you know top three goalies in the league fantasy wise. So I mean, this this kid's fucking nasty. Um, but then it just goes downhill from there for the old fucking <laughs> Radix Pops, dude. Okay, all right. Uh, Ranta out for the year, had to drop him. Corey Schneider decided that he didn't want to play hockey anymore. He, he's, <laughs> I don't know how much money he's making, but it can't be enough for a house on an island. But that's oh where he's God. been because he's been absolute fucking garbage. He's a, I he's love a how garbage he came, fire. I love how he comes back for like four games and he's just like, no, this isn't for me anymore. I'm. Is there any way you can send me to the ECH? Is there a bantam team that needs a goalie that, like, maybe I could save a couple pucks? Like, I don't know. <laughs> he just shit the pool. So I picked up Kincaid in an absolute fury of... Desperation. I think I texted you that day in an absolute shitstorm of fuck Corey Schneider and his whole goddamn family or something. I don't remember what oh, I said. He's, uh, he's, he's yeah, been terrible. Um, he hasn't won since like December 2000. It's been more than a year since this fucking guy's won. And I hope the AHL kicks his ass. I don't know where he's going. Maybe he's going back to college. Do they allow that? You think, you think, uh, think, you think Jake Allen's mom's going to expect a call from him? I mean, there's a, you know what? Is there a goalie helpline? Maybe we should, maybe we should make a goalie helpline. Where they use one eight hundred goalie? Wait, count those. Fuck the podcast. G O A L I E S. Do we need an S? Yeah, yeah, that would work. Would that work? And you or just, just goalie? Just dot one eight hundred goalie. That's all we need. One eight hundred goalie. Okay, and you just dial it, <laughs> it's and it's like this. It's just Jake's this pre recorded message of like, you are a good goalie. You are the best on the team. <laughs> You are an important part of the team. It's just like you have to say it back to it. 
before it'll go on to the next one. I it's like I am a good goalie. <laughs> I I am a good goalie. Yeah. Just, but they they have to like you have to like sign you have to like verbally sign a waiver that you're not going to kill yourself before the end of the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, suicide is no joke, but at the same time, right? Jake Allen's mom's the one that's fucking running this service, so she is. She's uh, God. Somebody should reach out to her and tell her that she can make a lot of fucking money. What's Jake Allen's mom's name? I'm googling it. Uh, it's somebody should look. I think it it's up Betty. She's gonna be. She's going to be the patron saint of goalies here pretty quick. Jake Jake. Allen. Because usually Wikipedia will have, like, the mom's name. Susan Allen. No. Susan. No. Is that what it is? Good for her. Stop defending. Jake Allen. Yep, Susan. (laughs) Let's see here. What's his dad's name? His dad Dad failed. Kurt. Kurt Allen. That Kurt Allen. Kurt sounds about right. The son of Kurt and Susan Allen. Jesus. Susan's goalie helpline. <laughs> Corey Schneider. I would love to see Corey Schneider's phone bill to the Susan Allen Institute of, it's like of a, Goalie It's help. like an old collect call where he's just racking up the minutes. one 800 you are okay. You are about okay. <laughs> Goalie. You'll be fine. Maybe. They start and see she gets popular and what happens is, so like all these goalies they start, you know, they, they she's making money on it and then what happens is that uh, a team offers her a contract. So like say the Flyers for example. Jesus. Flyers just offer a contract say like we need you to be our new goalie coach and just talk to these people. like she knows nothing about she knows nothing about like stopping the puck or a butterfly or anything she just goes up there and like rebuilds their confidence well remember that one time in comp hockey where you won that trophy for most improved <laughs> let's not focus on the five shots you missed Let's focus on the three that you made. Got it. I knew I made the right choice. Call it in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then when she gets, when she gets, when it gets bigger, she gets like other people for languages. Like if Sir, if Sergei Bobrovsky calls in, it's like they've got a Ru- they've got a Russian one on the line. Wow, this could this would quickly lead to like a Russian sex line. Por, but por numero dos. Select Espanol. Me gusta. No, 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 no. You still bad goalie. You don't. You don't want the Espanol version. You don't. That's the. No, that's, that's it's. Yeah, they've been trying to get rid of that for you. Susan has really been pushing towards getting rid of the Espanol. She's been. She's been. She's been trying to get rid of that, but she doesn't know how to work the answering machine. So. It's not great. Jeez. We should oh, start it. Susan Allen. Susan Allen is now the patron saint of goalies. <laughs> whenever, whenever their confidence is down, call Susan. I think Susan Allen's she... actually going to be our first advertisement that we have. <laughs> the Susan Allen helpline. Like, no shit. We just start our next podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Susan Allen with... Uh, 
goalie goalie self affirm <laughs> goalie, goalie interventions goalie uh, therapy just go into the ad read are you lacking confidence in goal are you letting in every other shot did a mite score on you between the legs in stick and puck recently well don't worry about it because we've got susan allen's self-help goalie classes you just give them a call susan talks you back up off that ledge she's and gets you right gets you right back into that net like look i mean we've got we've got so many success stories first off look at jake allen okay he's he is on my (laughs) my sweet three pound (laughs) and then we've got recordings like testimonials from like the goalies uh like (laughs) i'm cory schneider bring up cory schneider (laughs) that poor guy I I listen I, I I actually called the hotline uh, of 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 Susan Allen's goalie help. Crack cocaine ruined my life, <laughs> dude. Well, Corey Schneider's first issue was being a ginger. I mean, yeah. Even as a partial yeah, ginger, I know that's a problem. So it is. It's a real problem. Um, uh, either I, way, I on Jake Allen's Wikipedia page, he's wearing a baseball cap, which just tells you what kind of goalie he is like he's not playing you know he skated out there (laughs) right he looks pissed because the other goalie had over a 0.800 save percentage that night like he looks mad (laughs) okay i i mean i don't like to dig into wikipedia like pictures that often but oh my god every single image of him is just him pissed he's got problems man (laughs) He's just so angry that he's on the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> which which you would think on paper is a really good team. Ah uh, Yeah. But not so much, I guess. Here's the thing. The Blues to me are a team who hasn't figured out they're the Penguins of like three or four years ago. Okay? They have they have mediocre Pretangelo is not a good hockey player anymore. Yeah, they just have mediocre D. Their goalies, I mean, Flurry, yes, Flurry's a good goalie, but he can get lit the fuck up sometimes. But, he can. yeah, Blues to me just shouldn't be where they are. And I'm really disappointed in myself for thinking that they would come out of this. And it's the last yeah, bet gonna... that I'm going to make until like next year when betting is legal. You yeah. heard it here, folks. Uh, we'll even post that video on our Facebook. You can fucking see that. Which one? The one where you lose this bet. <laughs> he did, just post the rankings every day of where in just circle St. Louis. Just just a countdown of every day. Yeah, just keep people updated up. on on. Chug of bush light on camera. I mean, are we, like, is iTunes even going to let us put that onto their site of me just shit-faced when the Blues I can't. are out of the playoff I mean, race in 10 games? <laughs> look, look, we're not, like, professional FAA-regulated podcast, but we're certainly not 
I mean, we're certainly not as bad as like. There's got to be some like. There's got to be like bondage podcasts out there where they like talk about different ways to tie up people. Like, we're not that bad. Come on. God, I mean, you're saying it like you know there is, and that worries me. I, I'm. I mean, I'm just assuming. I don't. Uh huh. I guess I don't really. I mean, I could Google search it. I mean, no, that's probably a bad idea. It's probably bad. Dude, I'm looking at these jerseys though. Blues, pretty much all blue jersey. Where it's like, oh, it's jersey, not their like. Jerseys are sick. It's not like they're. I, I don't think even that's their normal blue. I think it's like a lighter of their blue. That shit yep. is filthy. I would. Fuck. That is a nice jersey. I it's need a jersey stuff. collection. Okay. All right. We we should we should start wrapping this up. We are going over now. <sighs> now to those. To those listening that think that we've been going on for a long time and just rambling, there is a method behind the madness. Like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we, we purchased a little extra time uh, for us to record, so we're, we're kind of burning through that for the end of the month. Uh, so if, if you think this podcast was too long, don't worry. They won't normally be this long, but we, we hope you enjoyed uh, our damn near two-hour-long podcast. Um, definitely appreciate it. We hope you know We recommend you listen to it intermittently, you know? Listen to it in the shower. Listen to it in the car on the way to work. First one was uh, dirty. Dirty. Now I'm like, going to have like, to listen to it in the shower and see what I do while I'm listening to it. <laughs> I have to test it out. Like, almost like... Market research. It was like it was gritty. Ooh. Almost. Ooh. Now I'm picturing gritty in the shower. Do you think gritty has ever taken a shower in his life? Definitely. That guy showers every day. He's a goddamn saint. Don't talk about gritty like that. <laughs> Gritty is a fucking saint. <laughs> Gritty, uh, Gritty, surprisingly, when they built uh, the backstory for Gritty, they put in there that he bathes on a regular basis. So, no, there's that. No, fuck that. We we created our own background for Gritty, and he's a, a disgruntled Vietnam veteran who was dyed orange by Agent Orange. Good for him. He's a fucking hero. Good for he's a he's goddamn a American hero. Goddamn hero. Let's end this. This is fucking okay, bad. We gotta get off. We gotta get off here. So, all right, everybody. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, love all the listeners and followers uh, that we've out. been getting. Our Facebook, <laughs> our Facebook is getting a little more attention. Uh, please like, comment, react, sh- and share. Please share our podcast. Let people know that we exist. Uh, otherwise, Wellesley and I are just talking to ourselves, um, to each other, which, I mean, I guess we don't really mind, but, uh, we definitely want to get the word out about people. Uh, apparel is on the way. We are working on it. Uh, it's, it's a bit down the pike. We got to order it and, and get it made, but we're, it's, it's on the way. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Uh, no one wants to buy that shit yet. Come on. It's just going to be you, me, and... Some our moms, probably our moms. Jake Allen's mom can wear it. Jake Allen's mom will wear one because we just gave her like the endorsement from hell on here. Damn, she loves us though. <laughs> she does. She's she's fantastic. Um, uh, so yeah, if you're if you're feeling petty, uh, pity for us, definitely pick up one of those when we get them on. But uh, the best that you can do for us right now, listen to the podcast, share, tell people about it. And uh, follow, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah, we're also on Twitter now. Uh, it took us a little bit, we're, but we're getting there. 
And um, we're Twitter tweeting. Yeah, pretty much. Twitter tweeting is right. Uh, everything else, I think. Uh, I think we covered it. Wells, got anything else? Yeah, top three goalies: Pekka Rene, Andre Vasilevsky, and John Gibson. Goodbye. All right. On that note, we are out of here. Okay. Three, two, one, stop.